0: People always ask how I balance my family life with 400 shows a year. I'm just doing what I love with the people I love. It's my magic life.
1: I like Wes Eisley. I like everything about
0: him. All right. Today, it's just Natalie and I again. It's been a long time. Um, I think it's been five or six weeks since Natalie and I have Talk together.
1: Yeah, we were supposed to have one, but then something came up. It
0: coincided with episode 52 of season one, and oh, we had Vince.
1: And we had that foot doctor, and we said, well, we're going to put the foot doctor in now because it works well with your foot situation.
0: So, and my foot situation?
1: Is no better than it was before.
0: Um No, it is. <laughs> it is. I can, I can walk. I can do stuff. I don't have to wear the boot. Mm. But... Like, yesterday's show, we had, it was a show that was three stories to load in, and you had to take it piece by piece.
1: Yeah, they don't have an elevator.
0: And Natalie was watching the kids. Lana was helping Natalie watch the kids, and I loaded all of them.
1: I had to nurse when we got, so we built in, we, I tried to get us there early. Um, And I looked up the time the night before. What time should we leave? Because Waze has that option. What time should you leave in order to get there at this time? And it takes in normal traffic patterns to tell you what time you should leave. Well, I wanted to get there a half hour early. So I scheduled it so that we get there a half hour early. So that I could breastfeed before we went in. But it was unusually high traffic. Or unusually heavy traffic is the way Waze put it. And it kept adding time. So we ended up getting there on time for arrival time so you had to go ahead and start s- taking stuff in while i nurse babies but luckily they're much quicker at it now so it didn't take as long
0: it took just as long as it did for me to carry piece by piece up three flights of steps you didn't right, carry any equipment. it
1: used to be that you didn't carry any nurse. equipment we're
0: talking about me and my foot you and didn't we're carry. talking
1: about it used to take um 30 minutes to nurse and that would have been up to show time but it took uh 15 minutes for me to nurse and change everybody's diapers, and get everybody up into uh, the show area, and then I was able to set up the whole show for you, and we started right on time.
0: So <laughs> I got home after that event, and then I have to drive. It's my right foot. Yeah. I have to drive home two and a half hours, and you know, carrying everything up the steps in a hurry and down the steps in a hurry, and loading it all and unloading it all, my foot was hurting pretty good. Yeah. And then Saturday's event. I had to run, we'll get into that later, I had to run to get ready for that show, and between Saturday and, what was yesterday? Tuesday?
1: Yesterday was Tuesday, yeah.
0: Between Saturday and Tuesday, man, my foot- You uh, need to
1: put your foot up for a while. Yeah,
0: my foot's, uh, I've broken some spider webs I know. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. So, uh, shows are coming back. Things are things are getting better. We're not Ish. near. We're not near where we used to be.
1: Nowhere near.
0: But compared to 2020, we are rocking and rolling.
1: And you know what's funny? In talking to my mom, I always thought she realized how busy we were in summertime. We have a show every day. Every day we have a show, Mom. I always thought she realized that. But now Willow is coming, my niece, and she's helping me. And we're having and to coordinate. She lives in your mom's house, right? She lives with my mom, and we have to coordinate schedules for pickup and drop off. As far as you know, getting her and like she's on vacation this week with them, so figuring all that out. And my mom, for August, we we have quite a few shows, but it's not nearly as much as normal. And my mom's like, "You guys are so busy in August." I'm like, "No, we're not." <laughs> I thought she realized how busy we could get. Apparently not. Apparently, apparently not. I don't know. I just
0: we have weekdays off every week, every week.
1: Right, and that's not normal for summer. No, I mean you might have. There would be a random two or three day. weeks.
0: Every two or three weeks, we'd have a day off during right. the week,
1: and it would be a godsend we'd like it, stay it in the house be, and no. just
0: it would be a day to get groceries and
1: no we would get groceries on the way home that's true yeah yeah no no no. our day off we'd sleep in and and do nothing and stare at a wall but i mean i don't know i in a way it's kind of i want everything to be back to normal but the way this has worked out with covid I hate COVID. I wish it had never happened, but
0: that's the way. That's, I don't think anybody's enjoying
1: it. No, the way it's worked out where we had Lex and Julian during COVID, it was slow. We got to get used to being a family of five and having two babies and figuring that whole situation out. Then things started opening and it's been sort of a slow rollout and it's getting more and more, but it's gradual. And I think for our situation, that's, kind looking on the bright side that's kind of good for us because now we're we're getting the boys gradually used to and ourselves gradually used to getting five people six people with will out the door on time everybody dressed everybody's hair done everybody fed and out the door on time and just gradually getting it you know so by the time we are rocking and rolling we'll have this we'll have this down We'll have it down to an art instead of being thrown into the deep end, I suppose, if you want to look on the bright side. Well, if you don't, you know, whatever.
0: Lana's <laughs> it's still been, slow going. Lana's been living this lifestyle her whole life, and she mm-hmm. still doesn't have the hang of it. No. You would think she would.
1: Yeah. She's got long hair, and she has a hard time getting it all brushed. And Let's I think, just leave it at that. <laughs> well, I think she's
0: watching TV and brushing one stroke every... Six minutes. Yeah. The brush is in her hand. So you check on her. She's brushing. But there's no way she's brushing her hair for 20 minutes straight. I, I, there's no way.
1: She, yeah. No. So uh. anyway.
0: Willow. I'm proud of Willow. I'll give Willow a hard time. Like every day. Each and every day. Yes. And she's used to it. Yep. But,
1: she, she takes it in stride. She knows you're kidding.
0: She is the one that's at the front door. Sitting at yep. the steps. Waiting to go. Yep. When we tell her. I mean it takes her 10 minutes to get ready. We don't have to go in there and wake her up. We don't have to shake her. We don't have to do anything. She's got all of her stuff together. Yep. She's never once had to go back in the house for a phone cord or anything. Nope.
1: She's always, yeah, she's always, yeah, at the front door waiting. Or she'll come and she'll, you know, I'm just about ready. I'm getting the boys dressed and, you know, one's dressed, one's not. She'll take the ones one that is dressed and buckle them in a car seat for me, which is great. Because, I mean, she's not on the clock at that point. But she doesn't mind... She doesn't mind doing that kind of thing, and that's really sweet of her, and I really appreciate it. I've got nothing but praises to to say about her. She does a great job, and, you know, she's 17, and she's taking care of twins. She's taking it in stride. There's been a couple hectic shows where the babies were cranky, and she's done great, Um you know, and there's just little things. She'll take constructive criticism. Great. It's like, oh, oh don't do it that way. you got to watch out for that. And she'll be like, oh, okay. And fixes it. I'll have to tell her again. It's great. I couldn't ask for better. She's, she's doing amazingly well. Very proud of her.
0: And she pretty much lives with us until we have like a four day break. Right. And then she'll go home and.
1: Yeah. She's staying with us for the full month of August. I'm not sure how far into September she's going to be staying with us. But at least for the full month of August, she'll be here with us. Because we don't really... We might have a day or two off in a row. But then there's another show. And why drop her off to be home and have to pick her up the next day?
0: Now, what about so, What about October during the farm? Do we have her that whole I've month? Already
1: ta- yeah, I've talked to her about that. I say, you might as well stay for the full month of October, too. I mean, we might have weekdays off. But if you just stay with us, if she doesn't mind. And yeah. she doesn't mind. I think she likes us. Nah, no. <laughs> she likes me. She's
0: she likes the star status. She gets to hang out and tell all her friends she's with a famous. Yeah, magician. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I can see it's her rolling be, her eyes right now. If it's gotta if gotta ever heard that. That's gotta be what it is. That's what it is.
0: Anyway, so um, things are getting back to normal. It's not there yet, obviously, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We had a show this Saturday, and Willow is on vacation with her grandparents. Yes, and. We've had lots of people. We've had friends that we've known from shows for years. We have neighbor friends. We have family friends. We have family that says, you know, if you ever need somebody to babysit the kids, just let us know. Our old babysitter that helped out, Lana, said, if you ever need help with the twins, let us know. Mm -hmm. And we need help with the twins, but now she's teaching.
1: She's teaching summer
0: school. So she couldn't do it.
1: Well, I mean, but this was a Saturday. But this friend was like really excited to help us so i was like okay i mean there's other people that
0: say i'll watch the kids but you have to drop them off at our house
1: right and they don't want to come
0: with us no because we want to do a final bow with them and since they're breastfeeding they need to be close to mom right she hasn't pumped enough to have all that so we just need to be close to mom yep anyway and i like doing a final bow as a family it's just it's i don't know for me It just feels complete, like having my family on the road with me. I I like that way better than doing shows alone. I did shows alone for 13 years. I like having my family with me. Um, It's not a Misery Love Company thing. It just feels like it's the complete package. I don't know. I don't know if other people see what what I feel and what I'm saying. Do you understand?
1: I think so. I've gotten quite a few compliments or comments after shows of, you know, People are saying they like the fact that the whole family is there together, and they think it's really awesome that we have everybody incorporated in the show. And um, I've heard that since the twins were born too. I mean, I heard that a lot before them, and I've heard it since then too. And so, it really truly is family friendly. It's
0: it's a family show for families by a family, right? Anyway, so this friend said, "You know, hey, I'll I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything." I'm there for you. Whatever you need, I'm there for you. Mm -hmm. And we love this lady. And we said, okay, so here's the deal. We're going to have a show in Reva, Virginia, which is near Madison, Virginia. And Natalie said, all right, well, the babies are going to have to eat right at showtime. So I'm going to feed them early so they're not cranky for the babysitter. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And is there anything near the show? Well, the show was at somebody's house. Which I think is like a bed and breakfast. The place is huge or it used to be a bed and breakfast or Possibly. something. I don't know. And um we didn't want to go there because I just right. feel like everybody'd be looking at us. Right. So we met at a big gas station, it's a franchise gas station around here that's got like thirty pumps. It's big. And we tailgated Wawa, or no, Sheets. Yeah. I don't know. People are listening from all over the world. They don't oh, know what Sheets is. I didn't is. know why you weren't it's not. It's not national. It isn't? No. It's little, It's East Coast. Oh. And I think it's only, I don't know, like Maryland to Southern Virginia. I don't think it's... Oh. Anyway. Who knew? You're on a tangent. You're on a tangent. We stopped at this big gas station. I didn't station.
1: know why you weren't saying the name of the gas station. Okay. Cool.
0: Go. Um, and anyway. <laughs> and the kids... Tailgate in Natalie's car. She's got little portable high chairs that she just puts in the back of her car and she's feeding them. Mm-hmm. And we told the babysitter, heck, if you want to help feed and tailgate with us, get there a half hour early. We'll be in the parking lot and then we can get you to jump in Natalie's car and I got the van and we'll take two cars over instead of three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, she was all for it. We met her, th- she got there.
1: Before we did.
0: At like 3 15. She was super excited to see the baby. She yeah. was so excited yeah and
1: um god is the sweetest lady i i love her to death. she
0: texted me on the way she says i'm already here i'm so excited i'm giddy Aww. i hope i'm at the right gas station because i'm so excited i'm so Aww. excited anyway go ahead i'll let you take over
1: well we got there i fed the boys i had to nurse the boys and it was really hot i mean it was very hot picked uh we picked a place that had some shade, but it really wasn't. I mean you had to walk up onto the sidewalk to get shade.
0: And both cars are running. Both so that cars, was sticking out exhaust.
1: Right. Well I I turn the car I turn my car off when I'm feeding the boys because I open up the trunk and, and it gets it does get hot with the exhaust. But then I turn it back on when I get in to nurse them because I nurse them in the car in the passenger seat.
0: But I had animals in my van, so and
1: you were right next to me. And yeah, so your on. car was on for the animals. Well, Wes was in the back. He had... He just got new banners. He was trying to... From him. my
0: sponsor, Express Copy and Graphics.
1: Yep. And he was trying to reclasp one that had come unclasped. And um, I had just finished feeding... Nursing everybody. Changed their diapers. Um, I, the babysitter was holding one. And I got Wes to hold the other. And Lana and I went inside to use the bathroom because we weren't sure... About using the bathroom at the I show. Forgot about that. Yeah, we came back out, and the babysitter and you were at the back. His va- the back of your van was open, um, and you guys. Um, she was holding Julian, and she had Lex up on a tote that was in the back of the van, and she was. Standing. I had him there.
0: I was watching. Okay. I was watching. She was him. standing
1: there right with him, and so I took Julian from her, and she started watching Lex. Once, when
0: I went around, and to the front you went of the around car. to
1: the front of the car, and, and she so, kept
0: saying babies are little heaters
1: boy these babies are little heaters did she wow she said that a couple times yeah yeah so i took julian to go um buckle him in his car seat and then i was gonna come back for lex to get him because we needed to head on out and um i did the chest clip for for julian and i look around the back i guess lex had started crying and i look and lex is on the ground he was on the ground on his belly. And it, he started screaming. And my, I think I was in shock. Because my first thought was, why did the babysitter put him on the floor, the floor, the concrete, to crawl?
0: I had just put my and banner why away. why
1: isn't she picking him up?
0: I had just put my banner away in the front seat. Because nobody riding in the front anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just me. And I slammed the door. And I heard kaplunk. Now i can't imagine i can't describe the sound of a body hitting the ground but it's a bag of water it's a bag of it makes a certain sound it's distinctful and i heard that and i i didn't jump at it because i was like i was thinking i slammed the door in my van what the heck could that sound be in my van because my van rattles so much it's a big metal van
1: yeah and then you saw him
0: did you point it out to me or did i see it
1: i honestly don't remember But I know you went past me and you picked him up. I think I saw it.
0: I think I saw it.
1: And you you picked up Lex and then you said, oh no. Because our our babysitter was laid out laying back in the van. She had passed out. She had passed out from the heat in the van. And Lex had rolled out of the van onto the concrete.
0: So he was about four feet from my van. So I don't know if he tumbled, tumbled. She said she tried to say my name. So we're trying to get, we got mixed stories. I don't know if she tried to hand me the baby and I wasn't there before she passed out. And she just dropped it on his face.
1: I think, I think he was sitting on the tote still. Cause she,
0: okay, she so, told
1: me she sat down in the back of the van and had her arm out to hold him So for him in to place.
0: So for him to get to where he was just rolling off the tote, he must have hit the, the back end of my van.
1: Oh, it gets worse. And
0: took, an, I mean, how many tumbles would he have had to take? Cause you gotta think. He was four feet from the van. It wasn't just this. Yeah. It was boom, boom, boom. It's
1: awful. So Wes picked him up and I went to Wes. I said, hand him to me. He said, no, check on the babysitter. So I went over and I said her name a couple times and she looked at me and she goes, what, what happened? I said, you passed out. She goes, no, I did not. And she put her head back and I just, then people started coming over and I, Lex was screaming and I needed my baby.
0: Well, he didn't start screaming right away.
1: He was screaming. Yes, he was. He was screaming on the ground. He was crying on the
0: ground. It wasn't the high pitch that it was. It got louder.
1: Well, that's because I wouldn't let him close his
0: eyes. Okay. So, so anyway, I, I picked up the baby. I handed it to Natalie. No,
1: you had. You didn't hand it to me. You didn't hand him to me. You told me to check on the babysitter. And I did. And my baby was crying. And I wanted my baby. And I said, hand me my baby. And you said, no, you need to figure out the babysitter. And I said, give me my baby. And so you did.
0: <laughs> so I gave her the baby. I went over there and tried to pick up the babysitter. And I leaned over and grabbed her by, around her neck and mm-hmm. lifted her up in a seated position. There was bottled water next to her. I tried to put bottled water to her lips. And she said, no. She said, what happened? I said, well, you passed out and dropped the baby. No, I didn't. And she started crying. And she passed out again. And she just went. I mean, I'm talking like a dead person like limp.
1: limp, yeah. Uh, and,
0: and then other people started running up to the van. So there was nobody next to the van.
1: When I took the baby?
0: When you took the baby. There were
1: people talking to us from the car, but I, I yeah. it was my baby. I, I know she's passed out, but I need my baby. I wanted you to check on her, right. and I wanted my baby. There well, was nothing more I could have done for him than what you could have done. But in that moment, mommy instincts kicked in, and I just had to have my baby close. Well, we'll get
0: to that. We'll get to that. But All right. by, the time, by the time I picked her up and she went limp again, there was like three or four people coming. Like, their heads were in my van checking on her. Yeah. And I just stepped away because
1: you didn't the know way they were
0: handling it, they were like they had medical background, and I don't. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I can offer her water. I right. Can, I, I don't know what else to do.
1: But if she doesn't and take it, what are you supposed said, to do? And then
0: people said nine one one nine one one nine one one nine one one, and you were like nine one one. And when you picked up the, when I handed the baby to you, you said, "What did you say?" I
1: said, "Okay." So I I took him and I was trying to shush him because he was screaming. And but I wanted to look at him, so I took him to my front seat of my car and I put him down, in the front seat of my car, and I looked him over to see what injuries he had. He had a little scratch on his forehead and his forehead was getting more and more red and his nose was scuffed up. Other than that, I saw nothing else. But when I picked him up from the front seat and and picked him up and put him in my arms up against my chest, he wasn't able to hold his head up like he normally does and his eyes were kind of rolling back in his head. And that scared the ever loving crap out of me. And so you were at the back of the van at that point talking to somebody or something. And I turned around. I said, Wes, we got to get him checked out. His, I, he's, he's, I need him checked out, too. And so...
0: And see, when you left me, I didn't know you weren't calling 911. So I, I didn't know. There were so many people around. This was a yeah. busy gas station. Right. I don't know if people saw it or if just the commotion, attracted attention.
1: Screaming baby. I don't know. I don't know. But the, I, the guy that was calling 911... I went up to him and I said, can you please let them know that I need my baby checked out too? And he was like, what? And so he asked a question about the babysitter. I answered it and I said, she was holding him when she passed out. He fell on the ground on the concrete. Please tell them I need somebody to check out my baby too. So he relayed that as well. Um, and honestly, I thought that they would just check him out there. Like yeah. in the back of the ambulance. The just check him out. Check him out. Right. But that didn't happen. And it, um, so the first ambulance got there and they looked at the babysitter and they were getting her taken care of. But, um, one of the EMTs came over to me and started talking to me and he was like, we have a second ambulance coming and they'll take him. He said, I, I think it's more important you get to the, the hospital, and have a doctor check him out at this age, you know, where they can't talk and, and different things. I think you just, it would be better. I said, okay, I am i don't want to take a chance, especially with his eyes lolling back in his head like that. And, um some lady came up to me and was like do you want ice and i was like i don't think i need you know what yeah give me ice because i was like at first i was thinking it'll keep the swelling down if his forehead decides to swell up i didn't know i uh, i didn't see him fall, so i don't know if he landed on his face i don't know if he landed on his belly we don't know his head i don't
0: know if he rolled off the bumper i mean off the tote hit his head on the bumper right did a full flip landed on his butt and then rolled over to his belly.
1: Right. We don't who, know anything. Who knows what happened? I Yeah, I still don't know. I, we and, never will. And
0: the babysitter doesn't know. She no. was out.
1: Right. And so, um, anyway, I had the ice thinking maybe that would help with swelling. But then he started trying to close his eyes. And everything I've ever heard of is, you hit your head real hard, you have a concussion, don't go to sleep. So, the ice really didn't... <laughs> Worked for his forehead because he didn't want it on him. But it worked great to get him to open his eyes every time he started closing his eyes. And that pissed him off. And that's why he started screaming high-pitched screams because I kept waking him up. Um, or I, I wouldn't let him go to sleep when he wanted to. And, um, dude, I was stressed. I was, I was man, I don't ever want to have to go through that again. But the second ambulance came and the guys were really sweet. And we had to figure out, and I told him, I said, I'm by myself with baby, twin baby, and my daughter, my nine-year-old daughter. I need them to come in the ambulance with me because I have nowhere. I don't have anybody to pick them up. I, I don't have anybody. So our
0: situation, we're still working on getting a van. Natalie brings the babysitter herself, the boys, and Lana to every gig. And then I'm in the in magic van. In her car, yeah. And then I'm in the magic van with the animals and the show. Right. So when this all happened...
1: Julian was still...
0: He was buckled he up. He was
1: in his car seat, buckled up. And Lana was and in the Lana back seat. Lana was in the back seat. Freaking out. Yeah. Poor thing. She did amazing. Um, but these people that were at the scene and were helping out and everything, it was actually um, the guy that called 911 and his wife they offered to drive my car to the hospital, follow the ambulance. And the cops that had shown up gave them a thumbs up. They're good people, They'll, they, they have right intentions, they're not gonna kidnap your kids and all that stuff. So I was like, are you sure you wanna do they were like, yes, absolutely, it's not a problem. So that, such sweet people, so nice. Do not know them, but they drove Julian and Lana to the hospital
0: all right, well, wait, wait, before you get to the hospital. I'm not
1: at the hospital yet. I'm just saying that was our plan. That ended up being our plan to get them to the hospital and not have to. Because the ambulance riders were like, we don't have. We can't buckle them up in the ambulance. They have to be buckled and we don't have all the buck. What are we doing? And they were trying to figure it out with the police that were there and everything else. And so that was a godsend that yeah. they were willing and. Were approved by the police <laughs> to take Julian and Lana to the hospital because I had no way of getting there and I told Wes to go ahead to go to the show.
0: So that's what I... So they're taking Lana and I looked around and Lana was crying in the back seat because mm-hmm. she didn't want strangers taking her to the hospital.
1: And she was scared for Lex too. Yeah. She was worried about him.
0: And I, I saw Natalie giving her a pep talk before... They already had Lex, like, in the car, I guess. Or with... No, you was still in holding your hand. Him. Yep. And she was giving Lana a pep talk. And then I kind of hung around with them. And while everything was going on and she was talking to the ambulance, I called the show and told them, Hey, look, I've never had anything like this happen before. My babysitter passed out. She dropped my kids on their face. The kids got to go to the hospital. Babysitter's got to go to the hospital i'm gonna be late to this show and they're like well if you're 10 15 minutes late i think we can make that work honey dude i don't know what to tell you it might not be 10 15 minutes that's (laughs) what are you (laughs) talking the ambulance isn't even here yet i don't know 10 15 minutes i'll get there when i get there and i'll call you when i'm on my way goodbye right i had to just (laughs) hang up the phone on him i couldn't it was crazy
1: yeah anyway
0: so they both ambulances drive off and the lady's driving the car and she has a teenage daughter in the car with, in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And then Lana and Julian are in that car. Yeah. And I leaned over the back. I gave Julian a kiss and gave Lana a kiss. And I went to the front window and she would rolled down the window. And I said, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking care of my family. I have to go do a show. Yeah. And her eyes just got so big and I'm like. Right. Uh, I gotta go. Bye.
1: And I, t- and I told you to go. And you,
0: they, gave me, they, gave me my, they gave me their text number and
1: everything. Yeah. I, I had her call me. I said, call my cell phone so I have your number. Yeah. So I can call you and keep you updated and everything else. And um, yeah, I got that before I got in the ambulance. And I told you because you said, go to the show. You questioned it. And I was like, yes, Wes, go to the show. Because I knew it wasn't a life or death situation. I knew that. If it had been worse than it was. And I thought I needed you. I would have told you, you just cancel. We'll pay back their deposit and just cancel. I I can't do this on my own, but I I knew it would, I knew I wanted him checked out because his head, his eyes were rolling back in his head when he first hit his head right afterwards. I wanted him checked out to make sure everything was okay. However, I knew he wasn't going to pass away or anything horrible like that. I didn't that. know that
0: he wouldn't have to wear a helmet for the next um, five years. I, I don't know.
1: Right. Well, that didn't, that didn't even cross my mind. But I, I wanted to make sure he was all right. But I knew that it would be all right if he went to the show.
0: Some kind of skull fracture. Yeah. But I was also thinking in my head, the show's an hour long. By the time I set up, take it down, two hours tops. Right. I'd be at the hospital. Right. What are they going to figure out in two hours? Right. I'd be in a waiting room with a mask on because of COVID. Right. There's nothing I can do.
1: Right. I'll go
0: do the show, and it's in the same direction of where you're going. So yeah. I'll just drive. Anyway, so I'll drive. But hey, in.
1: can I just say that I like that you asked. I like that you I don't instead of asking. instead of you saying I'm going to the show, I like that you said I'm going to the show. Right? Can I go to the show? <laughs> like, is it okay? I, it was kind. of You show? You didn't say can you, but you had a question in your voice and you asked. I th- and I feel like that was kind of your way of saying.
0: What the heck do Reading I Reading the
1: situation. Yeah. Is it like, do you, do I need you more? That made me feel good. So. Well, see, but I not remember that. I don't I that. do. I do. And even if you don't remember it, you did it. And I appreciate that.
0: Well, I'm driving. I'm dri- I have Waze on my navigation and my phone. And I'm driving to the show. And I want to call Natalie so bad and just check on her in the back of the ambulance. And I'm like, if I hang up the phone, if I make a phone call, though, I won't be able to see Waze. Right, and texts are coming through from your mom and dad asking, "How is he? What's going on?" Da da da. And, and your mom was like doing a pity party or something. I'm I'm, I'm not saying anything <laughs> bad, but I called your parents before the ambulances showed up, and I said he dropped and fell on his face, and she went, oh. and I was like, Barbara, I can't have this right now. I'm stressed out. I don't need you gasping for air. And I then think that was a- probably
1: just automatic guttural. I know, I know. And then yeah. your dad
0: got on the phone. Well, they're really tough at this age. Don't worry. I'm like, dude, you're overcompensating. I can't handle this. I gotta go. Goodbye. And then after everything, I had to call and apologize. But yeah. I was stressed, and it was like one was going one way that I didn't want to and hear, and the he other was, was going trying going to make me feel way.
1: better. Yeah. It
0: was. Yeah, I love yeah. him to death, but man, <laughs> because I love him, I can I can be mean to him sometimes and say, yeah. I gotta yeah. go. I got I can't handle this right now. Yeah, I think. And they, I told him I was emotional. They know I was emotional. They
1: understood. They totally understood. But yeah, I got, I got in the ambulance and at first the guy that got me up in the ambulance, I guess he was the driver. He told me to get on the stretcher and he buckled me in and I was just holding him. And the two other two guys that were in the back, they were like, what about the baby? And we thought we were putting the baby on the stretcher. So then I got up off the stretcher and I said, I was like, I can sit here and you can have him and I'll just hold his hand. I mean, it's whatever you guys need to do as long as I'm here with him. And um, so I sat in the side seat and they had a. Little baby harness that they were able to put up, wrap around the stretcher and buckle onto the stretcher and have Lex all in there. At that point, he had calmed down. He was chill for the whole ambulance ride. I mean, they were impressed. I was like, I mean, he's usually a pretty chill baby. So, you know, he's usually more talkative than this, happier. I mean, he was chill in a way where he seems pissed off, really, honestly. Um, but, (laughs) but he was good. The only thing he didn't like was they put a little sticker thing on his toe that I think read his temperature, took his heartbeat type thing. He didn't like that. He kept wanting to kick it off and didn't like it when they put it back on. But I mean, he was fine. And on the way to the hospital in the ambulance, I asked the guys, I said, I get to stay with him. Right. And they were like, absolutely no questions asked. You're the mom. You get to stay with him every step of the way. I said, good. I said, no. I don't know, you guys may not have an answer for this, but do I need to call somebody to meet me at the hospital to take care of my other two kids because I have pretty much strangers driving my children <laughs> to the hospital. Total
0: strangers. We still don't yeah. know their names. I don't know their first name.
1: I, I, I know her first name. Okay, I talked okay. to her before we left. Um, I've
0: texted with them since yeah. everything.
1: But, but um, I said, do I need to call somebody or is it going to be quick? They're like, we honestly, we have no idea. Uh, it'd probably be a good thing to call somebody. So I called the only two people that I know because we were going to Culpepper call, call Hospital. I know two people I feel like I could call on Culpepper, and neither one of them answered their darn phone. I'm gonna give them a hard time about that for a long time now. <laughs> but I called some, um a third person that was further away. It'd probably take her about thirty five forty minutes, and she was like, "What?" And she goes, "Okay, you can tell me later. I'm coming." And so she um. She was going to drop everything and come to the hospital, which was really sweet of her. And uh, when, I got, when we got to the hospital, um, the doctor said, oh, don't worry about it. You can bring the other two. Just bring them on in. We, we can have them come on in. And I was like, oh, great. So I canceled my friend coming to the hospital. And the EMTs were so nice. They were like, don't worry about it. We'll go out to the car and we'll get them. Because they saw the car when we um, pulled in. And so they're like, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll go out and we'll, we'll bring your, your kids in for it. You have enough to worry about. I was like, oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so much. I mean, that's above and beyond. They don't have to do that. So we got into the emergency room. and
0: of course All right, some, before you get to the emergency okay. room, okay, Lana had a whole other story she told me.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: What was Lana's experience?
1: So Lana's experience, she was ner- nervous about, obviously, one, she was worried about Lex. And I guess in the moment, we didn't tell her how bad or how not bad it was. So she was kind of in the dark. I had no idea. All she knew was he had to take an ambulance to the hospital. And that's, you know, in her mind, that's horrible. You have to take an ambulance, you're dead, pretty much, I think is what she thinks. Um, So she was upset about Lex. And then a stranger was driving her to the hospital. And she is shy. So a stranger driving to the hospital is not a fun experience for her, but that lady was amazing. She, you know, stuck her head in the car and started talking to Lana. She introduced herself, told her about herself, and she said, you know, I have a daughter. I'll get her to come and ride in the car with us. And she turned around and she said, is that okay? I I think it might make her feel a little bit more comfortable if my daughter comes too. I was like, totally fine. So... She had her daughter come, and Lana said they, you know...
0: And she was the one that was holding the babysitter and coddling the babysitter, like, around the neck. Yeah. Like, she knew what she was doing yeah. medically-wise. So, that's why I was like, well, I'm hands-off. It's hot enough back there with three heads. We don't need another person, and I don't know what the heck I'm doing, so...
1: Yeah. So, she was... I. Just to start off, I mean, she didn't have to do that. She just, could have just gotten in the driver's seat and driven. She didn't have to try and make Lana feel better, but she did, which just... Again, God sends, thank you, Jesus, you know, because that's amazing. Above One, above and beyond to drive them. Two, above and beyond even more to make her feel more comfortable. And then they get to the hospital, and Lana's like, when we got there, there was an ice cream truck pulling up, and they asked me if I wanted ice cream. And it I pulled said, up
0: right when I got there.
1: Right. And she was like, I was like,
0: Do you think those okay. people called just for me?
1: And I'm like, I don't think so. I mean, why would an ice cream truck... Come just for one kid.
0: So she thinks this is like some kind of miracle. Like... Yeah. Some kind of divine intervention. And they bought her an ice cream. And one thing, because she's so shy, I tell her when she's talking to adults, like because she places an order at a restaurant, she'll... I had cheeseburgers and fries. And right. I'm like, no, you want a cheeseburger and fries. Enunciate. It and loud. Loud so people can hear. Yeah. She said, dad, I said thank you very loud and I was very appreciative. And then the ice cream lady says...
1: God bless your brother.
0: God bless your little brother. I hope he feels better. And she's like, how the heck did he know about my brother? Right. No one knows. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea.
0: So, I, 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 anyway, we, we still to Unless that something out.
1: else happened that she didn't see, and I don't know.
0: We, I, yeah. I was at a show, so I definitely so, don't know. So, anyway, only, now you're in the hospital. She's eating well, ice cream. Yeah, though. but not only <laughs> did
1: they drive her and comfort her, they also bought her an ice cream and a ring pop. <laughs> she was fine by the time she came walking into the um the emergency room and meta she smiles looking on <laughs> ice cream she is absolutely fine but anyway she's
0: like oh yeah legs i forgot yeah
1: so <laughs> so we get in the hospital they say they could come in it's great so we get them all in and i'm sitting on the bed and holding him they said i'd be the best if he's being held and he feels he feels all over Lex's head, the doctor does, and really you know, pushes down to make sure there's nothing. And he didn't, he didn't cry at all. There's no tenderness, nothing like that. He looked in his eyes to make sure, I guess not dial it or something. He looked in his ears. He said if there was a contusion or fracture or I don't, anything wrong, something majorly wrong, you'd see blood in the ears. There's no blood in the ears. He took his binky out of his mouth out of Lex's mouth his
0: pacifier yeah
1: um, we call them binkies and he, he took it out of Lex's mouth just to see if he had any busted lips or gums messed up or anything and he, there wasn't and Lex looked at him and grabbed that pacifier back and shoved it right in his mouth that made the doctor chuckle and say well I think he's acting normal and <laughs> and he said you know it, he's he's perfectly fine he said you know absolutely fine. I asked, I was like, well, can he go to sleep after banging his head? I'm assuming banging his head. Cause this, at this point, his forehead right between, you know, between his eyebrows and a little bit higher up was all red. And his little nose was completely red. Like, like he had a real bad cold or he was really cold. And his little nose was, was red, was bright red. And, um, so obviously he had banged his face at some point or another. And so I asked him, I said, well, Can he sleep? And he was like, yeah, you know, you hear all these things on TV about not letting somebody sleep after concussion. He said, but that's not the case. You can let them sleep. Absolutely fine. So I was like, all right. And then, um, of course, you know, all the, so the doctor checked me, checked him out and he was done in like 10 minutes. But then I had to answer all the questions that I answered in the ambulance on the way. Full name, birth date, how much do you, does he weigh? Ish, best guess, last appointment did he weigh? Uh, you know, where do you, address, phone number, what exactly happened? I have to repeat all over again. Then another lady comes in address, phone number, which your was, name. Which one
0: was child services?
1: <laughs> Neither. One was for hospital records, the other was for payments. So all your insurance information, all that great, great stuff. So I was there. Mostly, for most of the time, it was just answering questions for these two ladies. And then um, Lana and Julian were brought in by the EMTs while I'm answering questions. And <laughs> you send, both EMTs were, were guys. You send two guys out to get a car seat out of a car. And they don't just bring in the car seat. They bring in the base, too. They couldn't figure out how to get the car seat detached from the ba- from the base. So they... Un- I detached the whole thing, the the car seat with the base attached. They just took the whole thing out. I and mean, we're like, we couldn't figure it I was like, which adds like 10 fine. more pounds. To oh, the kid. a lot. I was like, it's fine. Thank you. I mean, what am I going to do? Get upset. Cause they brought the car seat base in. No, that that was amazing that they brought Lana and Julian in. And so that was fine. And then the nurse that was in our room, she, she's like, do you need help getting to your car? And yeah, you know, I was like, well, if you're offering, I'll, yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Because at this point, my adrenaline is starting to drop. And Lex isn't so light anymore. And my arms are really starting to feel it from holding him for, you know, over an hour at this point. So she offered to help. And she picked up Julian in the car seat with the car base. And she goes, whoa. I mean, I don't have kids, but I didn't think it would be this heavy. I said, the base adds some weight there. <laughs> you don't normally have a base. And then I asked if I could see the babysitter, because she was there too. I was like, is she okay? Am I allowed to ask if she's okay? You know, they were like, Well, we we can ask her. And I was like, Well, can I see her? We can ask her. So they asked, and of course she said, Absolutely, come on in. So I went and saw her, and she was coherent at this point. And she was so upset about Lex. And um, you know, at this point I knew he was fine. So I said, He's absolutely fine. There's nothing to be upset about. But she was just, she felt so bad. And um, so then they were getting ready to take her out to do a a head scan for her because they thought she might have hit her head on something in the van when she passed out. So to make sure she was okay. So when she was rolling out, I said, hey, I'm going to go ahead and, and go And that's when I finally got to leave the hospital. And the nurse carried Julian with the car seat and the car seat base attached all the way to my car. (laughs) So sweet of her. So nice of her. She went above and beyond, too. She didn't have to do that. I could have, you know, I mean, technically I could have had Lex in one arm and carried the car seat in the other. But, man, that would have been hard. It would have been hard. So that was really nice of her to do for me. And, of course, during all this, I'm getting texts from everybody And I'm trying to answer, and I wanted to let you know that he was okay. And um, then you were like, come on over to the show location when you get done. And I was like, all right. I mean, I eventually got that because I couldn't answer for a while. And you're like, hello? like, I'm still in the hospital. I haven't left yet. So
0: here's my story. I get to the show, and we've done this show for this family three other times in the past. And I get there, I'm telling them how awful the day was and that my family's not with me and I have to do it by myself. And they're saying, hey, I was hoping you'd be able to do the show by the lake today. Oh, no. So that means you drive to their driveway. I'm not going to be able to carry a dolly and and the cart and everything and do it in one trip. It's going to be, I don't know, 20 trips. So I'm carrying everything down the hill. It's at least two football fields down a, a hill And set up next to a lake. And they have a little tent set up and a whole bunch of chairs. And everybody's down there. It must have been 20 people, 30 people down there. And they were all setting up around there waiting for the show the whole time. So trip number one, trip number two. They're just sitting there with their arms crossed just waiting on me. Trip number three, trip number four. So on the way down I was walking. On the way back to the van, I'm running. And I'm trying to call Natalie, checking on Natalie, texting Natalie, you know, checking on the baby. Because I couldn't do it on the way there. I go over there and I start setting up the show, and somebody says, "So how's the baby?" And I'm like, "Oh no," because I was going to make an announcement at the end of the show telling them, you know, everything that happened, and you know, and I say, "All right, well, I was going to save this for later, but here's what happened. This is why, you know, I'm, I'm. It's probably late for showtime at this point. You know, the babysitter dropped the kid. The kid landed on his face. It must've been a four and a half foot drop. da 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 da. da. She's in one ambulance. He's in another." My wife's getting driven by a
1: stranger. Daughter's
0: getting driven by a stranger. Daughter's getting driven by a stranger. I had to go to a show. And the blonde lady that was there looked at me like I was the most evil person (laughs) in the world. And I'm like, she's, you know, her facial expressions, I don't know if she said something. It was just, I don't know. But she was like, you know, why are you here? Why aren't you at the hospital? And I'm like, isn't this a family reunion? Where are you guys from? And they're like, oh, Kentucky, Ohio, New Hampshire, Virginia. Yeah. Would I be able to postpone this and do it next week? No. That's why I'm here, people. This is for you guys. Are you going to be able to do a show? I said, once the show starts, you won't see. I go into show mode. It'll be fine. Okay. And then they want to talk. So how many shows a year do you do? I heard you did this and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm talking to them. I'm talking to them. And then I realize... That there's callbacks in my show that talks about Lana. There's callbacks in my show that talks about a trick that Natalie and Lana do earlier. And if I skip that trick, I have to skip the callback. And do I need the wand laid here? No, I'm not doing the rope trick in this show. And Lana does this trick. Can I even do that? It was so confusing in my head. And I was, I was rewriting the show while I was setting it up. I was right. so worried about Lex on the way there. I didn't even think about it. Right. That's a lot. And then I was like, guys, just give me give me five minutes. I'll have the show set up. I promise it'll be all good. I just can't talk right now. I, I, I got to figure this out. Because I had to try to revamp, rewrite my show in my head. Yeah. And then the the lady that books the show, she must have been, I don't know. Do you think she's 80? I don't know. I'm not sure. Older lady. And they're sweet. They're great people. But she comes over there. Can I introduce you now? And I'm on my hands and knees underneath my table digging through props. And I'm... and. They're like, Grandma, he doesn't want to talk to anyone. He doesn't want to talk, Grandma. And she didn't hear. And they just keep yelling at her. Grandma, he doesn't want to. And I'm like, oh, geez. I did, don't push Grandma away. Grandma. Grandma's the boss. I don't want to upset Grandma, but, yeah, I need to concentrate. You guys are messing up. Anyway, so then um, something happens. Natalie texts during the show. And I never do this, but I answer the text, and I'm like, all right, come here. Or she's like, I'm all done. Lex is fine. Well, come to the show location because I know people want to see you. Everybody's worried.
1: Yeah, so I texted that he was fine when the doctor left. I still had all those questions I, I no asked. Idea. Right, I yeah. I didn't know either.
0: But And then, and then um, I do like a trick or two, and then I look over my phone. She hasn't answered, so I type, hello, as I'm grabbing <laughs> my next prop. I, guys, I never text her in my show. I did a lot of things that I never do during my show. Um, uh, there's There's a prop that Natalie needs in my show that she has set up for me, and it's just waiting, and I just put it in my pocket, and it's always in my pocket. When it's not there, it didn't go in my pocket, then I need it. I have to, like, I'm doing my patter. I'm doing my talk that I talk to set up the trick, and I'm on my hands and knees. My head is in the table, and I'm digging for it. I've seen other magicians do that, and I shake my head, and it's one of the biggest pet peeves in the world. Yeah. And here I am, professional magician, on my hands and knees, with my daggone head, in the table, audibly digging, audibly digging for this prop. Ugh! Drives me crazy.
1: Well, the lucky thing is, you have done shows for this family multiple times before. They also knew the situation going in as well. And when I got there, once everybody had asked about Lex and everything else, they said the show was amazing, that you did a great job. Um, so, they still had fun. They still enjoyed the show. It probably felt to you like what you were doing was taking way longer than it really did. It, yeah. And even but, setting up,
0: it might not have taken normal setup time. I might have done it real quick because Jordan yeah. was still going and everything.
1: Right. So, I mean...
0: And that's another thing. You're loaded with adrenaline. Right. Things aren't... Yeah, everything seems sped up. Everything seems... Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I think it probably, in your mind, was worse than it was. I know you don't like doing that. And I know sort of rules were out the window during this show as far as texting and all that stuff goes. But I think it turned out fine. And I really think they all understood. I think they liked seeing the babies after the show. Um
0: well, the first text, I wanted to
1: go home, but I was like, "Okay, I'm coming." And uh,
0: when I'm tell. texting during the show, mm-hmm. I went to reach for a prop, and I saw a text from you, and I made an announcement to the audience: "Hey guys, my wife just texted. She said the baby's fine. They're all
1: yay! Oh, that's sweet. so." Then
0: I pick up. Sorry, guys, I never do this, and I told them I spoke as I typed. All right, honey, come on here to the show. Everybody wants to see the babies.
1: Yeah. Send. Right. And
0: then two tricks later, hello was real easy. As I was setting up a trick, I just typed it. They didn't even know I did it because it was behind the table.
1: Yeah.
0: Because um, I am asked somebody else to call five kids up.
1: So as they're doing that. They
0: know the names. I don't know their names. Right. So uh, how long does it take to type hello, exclamation mark? Right. Um, but they loved the babies. They were holding the babies. They were loving everything. They loved yep. the show. And yep. then Lana's telling me her miracle story of the ice cream lady the ice cream angel that knew about lana and said god bless lana
1: right yeah
0: and then um they were begging for us to eat dinner with them and we're like no we we were Uh, i was covered in sweat running up and down that hill it was still hot outside that night
1: it was very hot yeah it was still hot and it was extremely humid and we got home
0: and we just made a microwavable dinner for everybody to share and we sat at the house at at the dinner table and we just recount. Everybody uh, yeah. had their own story because we went in three different directions.
1: Right. And we just sort of shared our stories. And it was, you know, I just wanted to go home. But I wanted Wes to be the one to tell him we're just going home cuz I was like, I, you know, I'm that adrenaline dump, is that what you call it when mm-hmm. it's all done? I was exhausted and we were over an hour from home and I just wanted to go home. I had one adrenaline dump Two, the stress is gone. Everybody's fine. Three, I just want to be at home in a familiar place where I know everybody's safe. And I just want to go home. So it was very sweet of them to offer us dinner. I think they were thinking, hey, just sit back, relax after your stressful day and have dinner. But I just wanted to go home.
0: <laughs> See, I used to get that adrenaline dump doing magic shows. So imagine doing four or five you know, birthday parties on a weekend when I'm a teenager. Yeah. You get on a high. And, and then you're lot. driving to the next show, Ugh. and then a high, and then you drive into the next show. So you then slept a high.
1: hard at the end of the when, day. At right? the end of the
0: day, man, I mean, you are exhausted. Beat. Yeah. you are exhausted, and it wasn't like you worked hard. It was just adrenaline. Right. It was adrenaline deficit. I don't know. Yeah. But um, that night, I didn't sleep that well. I, I one point, I had a dream that um, the babysitter had Lex in his car seat because you told me the car seat story. And he had it, like, she had it, like, on the roof of the car, and it fell face forward on the ground. And she said, not again. And Uh, I woke up setting up. Yeah. And she was, you know.
1: Mm.
0: um, And he was buckled, and he just landed face down. And I don't know if he would get hurt if he was buckled into the car seat. I think it might be protected. I don't know. But in my dream, that woke me up. And then another dream I had later on that night was I was explaining to somebody how he must have fallen did she hand the baby to me and her arms were stretched out and just let go, and then I'm holding the baby and poof, it landed on its face and I woke <laughs> up, and Natalie said, "You all right?" I said, "Well, uh, yeah, I just had a, another dream about Lex falling on his face." Yeah. And then Lex wasn't sleeping that good. Lex
1: hasn't slept well a single night since the incident. He hasn't he hasn't slept well one single night. Um, yeah, he was he was very restless. I ended up. Bringing him to bed that first night. Because he was... It was me getting up every other minute. And and why? Why do that when he can just lay with me and, and sleep better when he's with me?
0: And during the day, he's okay. So, he's a little more clingy than normal. Yeah. But he's
1: fine. Right. Um, And then the next... Yeah. The next couple... But then last night was the worst. That, that I wanted to cry. But I tried not to because I didn't want him to feel my emotions and get worse. But he... Started screaming in his sleep. He's cried
0: in his sleep several times before, but this is totally different. This was
1: like scared out of his mind, high pitch screams, and he wouldn't open his eyes, and I couldn't calm him down. Um,
0: It was so loud that I jumped out of bed, ran down the hall, because I thought both of them were dueling. I thought it was two babies screaming. I didn't know it was just
1: one. So I I picked him up from his crib, and I tried to take him to the rocking chair and rock him, but that didn't work. And then I was like, I better get out of the room so I will not wake up Julian, who's sleeping peacefully still, amazingly. So I went out in the hallway and walked up and down the hallway. And then I was like, I'm going to just go in Lana's playroom, and I can turn on a light. Maybe that will help wake him up. And I turned on the light and by the time I walked in and turned around, you were in the doorway. And I was like, I can't get him to open his eyes. Just to like, just to have him open his eyes and like see, hey, look, mommy's here. You're okay. I couldn't get him to open his eyes. And so eventually it, he stopped. But it was, and then he had that whole, <laughs> you know, trying to catch his breath from after all the crying. And just, oh, it killed me. But I got him, eventually I got him back to sleep and I held him for quite a while and put him back down. And, you know, he woke up a couple more times and I had to rock him back to sleep. But it wasn't that bad. But that time, it just, that broke my heart. And I'm I'm assuming it's because of what happened. Because, I mean, of the two, he's the worst sleeper. But not like this.
0: Okay, so that happened... The incident happened on Saturday. Yeah. Monday, we had a doctor's appointment for the 10-month checkup anyway. Right. And our doctor gave him another checkout out and yeah. said, he's absolutely fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. And they said that the baby's skull isn't completely together. Right. So it's things not can move, There's still
1: that soft spot up top. And yep. things
0: can move around and... There's um, more
1: fluid around babies' brains than adults. So that's even more protection.
0: And he said if if a skull is fractured, it's usually from multiple injuries. And that's when they... Bring in child services because it takes a lot to fracture a baby's skull.
1: That's usually abuse. Unless, unless, you know, you know the incident and they fall and they hit the corner of something, you know, something like that. But for the most part. So Lex is medically all checked out and is fine. Um, As far as nightmares, I had one last night. Um, So... We're still recovering. I think Lex and his sleep is still working things out. <laughs> um, but hopefully that'll pass here soon and, and it'll all go back to normal. Poor guy.
0: But I can't believe if you would have told me that you could drop a kid on his face four and a half feet in the air.
1: And be okay.
0: On concrete. Yeah. I, I, I don't even like thinking about it. But- and the
1: babysitter is fine, just to let you know. Heat exhaustion, she's good. She's, she's good to funny. go now, yeah. She
0: was a mess. She we, feels
1: very guilty. We met her after
0: the magic show and told her to that. meet us back at that parking lot. And we wanted to give her a hug. Yeah.
1: Because
0: I hadn't seen her. Natalie saw her in the hospital. I didn't see her. And um, I pulled in the magic van behind her. Natalie was in front of her car. And I said, let me get the baby so you can hold him. And she just started bawling.
1: Yeah.
0: And then uh, she got to hug Lex and give Lex a kiss. I gave Julian a hug and a kiss. And she's everything's good with her. Um,
1: but, you know, now for the rest of his life, every time he does something that's not so smart, we'll just blame it on the fact that he fell on concrete when was 10 months old.
0: <laughs> but three days later, Natalie tells me the paperwork from the doctor's office. She's like, yep, he had a concussion. I never heard that word before. You freaked me out. It started over again. I'm like...
1: And that was right before we went to the doctors. He had a
0: concussion? What do you yeah. mean he had a concussion? I
1: mean, he smacked his head. Huh, a, he had a, concussion? a concussion? Yeah.
0: But I just never, I didn't think of it. Nobody used that word. Everybody said, he's fine. Right. But.
1: He's, he, he's good to go.
0: Anyway, so uh, that's our story. I'm sorry if we, I did not know this was go, go the entire time today. Right?
1: It sure did. Lots of details you got to get through.
0: <sighs> but, yeah. That we,
1: was our weekend. We'll have to go over our other stuff next time. Dude,
0: we skip <laughs> we skip church on Sunday. We skipped. Yes, we, we skipped our grocery errand run that we always do every Sunday. Um, we just we needed to just sit at home and have a family day on Sunday. We were yeah. all not only physically but emotionally just drained, drained. and exhausted and in shock and just you know just thankful for what we have and yeah. just let's spend time as a family together. It's just just. Yeah, we'll just stay home today. So that's that's what we ended up doing on Sunday. But anyway, you have anything else to say? No,
1: I think that about wraps it up.
0: Lex is fine. Everybody's good. Yes. And um, our babysitter said that she would um, be happy to babysit again. But next time she'll just stay at home and uh, watch the kids there. So uh, (laughs) if we ever need her to watch the kids at home can't do the final bow doing that so. she she
1: could do it on like a date night or something if me and you wanted to take a date yeah. night, that would be a good yeah. time to have her if she wants to do it that way but
0: we still love her yes my brother said would you ever have her watch your kid again it wasn't her it's not like she not pretended to pass out
1: right and it's not like she took the kid, took lex and just threw him on the ground i mean right. so it was an accident accidents happen luckily this turned out absolutely fine so you know it is what it is
0: can you imagine somebody, like, yelling at her and about the, that, and, though? And I can't believe is, you did that. I mean, right? how can you...
1: You can't. It was an accident. And, and you know, it was God protecting us from something else, I do believe.
0: Well, I told her if it would have happened at that show we were at, um, the way the guard gate was set up, because it used to be a bed and breakfast, or it is a bed and breakfast at this home, I don't think an ambulance would have fit through, and two football fields down that hill to get the ambulance, and... right. I don't yeah. think they would have got the babysitter out of there. So
1: it could have been for that reason. It could have been for something else. Who knows? Who knows? We could have gotten a major accident on the way. Whatever. I think God just needed us to be
0: Everything happens delayed. for a reason. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, everybody's good. Everybody's good. Yay. And, um, man, I got so many more things on the notes to talk about, but I guess we'll wrap it up. Yep. Thank you guys for hearing us rant about our baby. <laughs> Obviously, we were in shock. A buddy of mine told me, um... Oh, you have two boys. They're going to have broken arms. This isn't your first hospital visit. (sighs) That's not what I want to hear, man. That's not what I want to hear. But anyway, um, on August 7th at 6.30 p.m., we'll be performing our Illusion Show at Goochland County Parks and Rec. For tickets, go to goochlandva.us or call 556-5854. And season two of Wes Eisley's Magic Life is now over, but you can still binge all of season one and two on Jewel TV. Jewel TV is on Roku, Amazon Fire, uh, Apple TV, the Jewel TV app, and tons of other places. It's in over 100 million households. All you have to do is look for it. And our show merch is now available at Westisley.com. That's logo t-shirts, uh, that's magic man hats, that's stickers, playing cards, and more. Go to Westisley.com. See, See you next week. week. Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by Express Copy and Graphics. Mention promo code Isley to get 10% off. Their website is expresscopy.com. That's X-P-R-E-S-S-C-O-P-Y.com. They do it all. Copies, banners, signs, vehicle wraps, promo items. Practically anything you need printed, they can do it for you. These guys are great. Check them out. Check us out online at wesisley.com and Patreon.com forward slash wes. Underscore Isley for behind the scenes videos, blooper videos, never before seen footage, discounts on merchandise, magic trick tutorials, and more. That's Wes Isley spelled W E S I S E L I.